This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. Stripped across the top of the San Francisco Chronicle on April 2nd, 1997, was a story about the Heaven's Gate cult. The seemingly beatific, peace-loving group whose members had all committed suicide a week earlier in San Diego had been stockpiling weapons. Cult left an arsenal behind, read the headline. San Diego County Sheriff served a search warrant on a storage locker near the cult's rented 9,000-square-foot mansion, and they found rifles, handguns, and boxes of ammunition. A former cult member who'd been with the group on and off for 22 years said he was surprised by the finding because the members and leader Marshall Applewhite were not violent. He thought the weapons might have been bought in case law enforcement raided their compound and, quote, interfered with their task. Their task was to move on to the next level above human. He said the weapons would be used for suicide, not defense. The cult believed that by killing themselves, they would be freed of their human containers, and they would graduate to that next level on a spaceship that would trail the Haley Bop comet. 39 people poisoned themselves in the San Diego mansion. Elsewhere on page A1 and in the Bay Area, much nicer news. Opening day for the Giants at Candlestick Park. It wasn't the usual festival of optimism and springtime joy, though. The Giants had finished last in 1996, and then they traded away their best homegrown star, Matt Williams, for a handful of players that Giants fans were not excited about. Opening day wasn't close to being a sellout, with about 20,000 empty seats on hand to watch the home team drop a 5-2 decision to the dismal Pittsburgh Pirates. Meanwhile, Matir and Ross reported sticker shock at the concession stands. Hot dogs for up to $3.75. A 14-ounce beer is now a sobering $4 a pop, they wrote. A 22-ounce soda, also $3.75. Things would get better over the summer, though. The Giants were going to win 90 games that year, 22 more than they'd won the year before. Of course, the star was Barry Bonds, but right behind him, as the second-best player, was one of those nobodies the Giants had gotten in the trade the fans hated the previous winner. Jeff Kent, who would play six years in San Francisco and win the National League Most Valuable Player Award in 2000, an achievement that, at least technically, qualifies for this podcast. Not Your Century is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like this show, we'd love it if you'd give it a rating and a review. For great journalism today, consider subscribing to the San Francisco Chronicle, which you can do in both paper and digital form by going to sfchronicle.com slash subscribe. Historical research by Libby Coleman. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you 
to your century.